Hey, it's John Williams. If your home struggled to stay warm this winter, then you know it's going to be hot this summer. Maybe it's those old leaky windows and doors. Call Next Door and Window, the company we hired. Right now, you'll get buy one, get one 30% off, plus 18 months of interest-free financing. So call 1-800-NEXT-DOOR right now. That's 1-800-NEXT-DOOR or go to 1-800-NEXTDOOR.COM. Podcasts. It's like radio. But it's not on the radio. Hogan Johns. We will be perfect. Obsession. In every aspect of the game. Being obsessed. WGN Radio's very own Adam O. That's just a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. Yeah. And the Chicago Sun-Times, Adam Johns. PC load letter. Samir, not going not gonna to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> Bring you Chicago's best Bears coverage. Yes! So they do the first part, 21-yard field goal. It's a good one. It's a Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Welcome in, Adam Hogue, Adam Johns. It's now Tuesday, so the Mondays are over. Nah, I still got them. You still got them? Yeah. Moving slow still. Still Can't moving. have enough caffeine. Yeah. That might be a problem. It is one of those weeks, it feels like. Uh, welcome in, Hogan Johns, and our Tuesday episode. Got some good stuff planned for you today, and uh, reaction. After going back and watching the tape, spending a little bit more time on the Bears' loss to the Giants the other day. But, um, you know, I teased at the end of Sunday night's podcast, which you were, you were no longer there. Cause you had, I was in the air. How was your flight? It was good. Okay. Get this. Get this. So, okay. I like watching movies on flights. Who doesn't? Right? So, if you have the United app, you could watch personal yeah. screening. Okay. So I'm into the comic book movies, so I watched the Ant-Man and the Wasp. I got through half of it on my flight to New York. So I watched the rest of it on the flight back. Got it. Okay, so I started streaming it, connected to the Wi-Fi, pulled up the app, started streaming it before the flight took off. Okay, finished the movie. All right, got some time. Let's find something else to watch. I got another 45 minutes to an hour to kill. It doesn't work. Doesn't work anymore. The app does not work. It just stopped working. Just stopped working. So I go, hey, what's going on? Why does personal screening no longer work? And the flight attendant goes, well, since we have direct TV on this flight, personal screening does not work. I go, what do you mean it doesn't work? I just watched a movie. Just finished a movie. She went and checked, came back, says that was not supposed to happen. (laughs) Well, why not? I don't get it. Why can't you watch what you want to watch? I, I, I don't get it. So I, I, I get their idea of they want to make their direct, direct TV money, but it still works. I, I feel like it's just a button somewhere in the back. It is a button. Yes. So you have, I have a question. Do you have to pay for that direct TV? 
Yes. You have to like swipe your how much does it cost? It's three ninety nine and a flight less than two hours. Six ninety nine for like a flight longer than that or something like okay. that. I was wondering about that because I usually fly American, but we fly United with Northwestern, and we had that on our flights this year, which we hadn't had before. Well, I'm sure you guys had it free, Yeah, right? we didn't have to pay for it because yeah. it's a charter flight, but I was wondering if on regular flights you had to. Yes. Because if it was yes. free. Because that was awesome. I mean, like, it's Saturday, so there's games on. last thing you want to do is get on a plane where you can't see the rest of the games, but you can watch them all. So I, I was tempted. Who, who was playing? The Steelers and the uh, – it was a good game. Who the Steelers just The Chargers. Play? The Chargers. Good game. Yeah. Great wins for the Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I thought about doing the DirecTV thing, but at the same time, come on. I'm a premier, premier member. Yeah. Hook it up. Okay. Yeah. That's just a little vent. In, if you're premier, you I will say this, though. You shouldn't have to pay for the DirecTV if you're I, I will say this. They did give me a classic snack box for free. That was before the, the fact. classic that. snack box. So they have snack boxes on planes. <laughs> what's, what's the one that's not classic? There's like a, a tapas one. Oh. Yeah, I've tried that one before. You don't want to do tapas airplane snack boxes. No. Okay. I prefer the classic. Right. Cheese, crackers, pretzels. Got me through the flight. But there you go. So I got home safely. I'm here. Well, um, I feel like we just did this segment, but our guy Ernie, who did that open that you just heard, does a really good job. I, I teased this at the end of our podcast on Sunday, and he gave us something special that we're going to use on Tuesday. And so now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Conversation. 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 See, I feel like I should have hit the open before we talked about flying home on airplanes. <laughs> I like it. I feel like I'm in an elevator right now, though. Right? Just a little conversation. Conversation. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Good. I got I got the vent off my chest. Yeah. You know, I, I'd be more mad if I didn't have the free classic box. With pretzels. You got your classic box. <laughs> and that has been... Conversation. Conversation. Everybody's new favorite segment on the Hogan Johns podcast. Yes. <laughs> Some people who missed last Thursday's episode have no idea what that was all about. Well, it's their fault for missing it. How great is Ernie? We were just joking around that that should be a new segment and he comes through. He is blessed with a voice from the heavens. Conversation. I can't. Jealous. A true radio voice. Conversation. Conversation. Shy Voiceman on Twitter. Yes. At Shy Voiceman. I don't think he's tweeted in like three years, but... Not Shy Tweet Man. You can still... <laughs> well, when you got a voice like that, you don't need to tweet. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. All right. Let's talk some Bears. Uh, should we start with the latest on Trubisky or thoughts from the game after we watch it? Well, we can combine the two. Okay. They miss Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. We said that after the fact and watching the film, seeing open receivers. Now we'll get to, there's something more to that, but I think Mitch Trubisky plays. I think the Bears win. No question. I don't even think it's close, to be honest. Um, do you think Bears fans at least the ones that have been kind of doubting Mitch Trubisky. No, no, hold on. I, I got we'll an email. come out of this with more satisf- or more uh, more appreciation for Trubisky after the last two games. No, no. This is an email I got from Leon Moore. 
your bromance with Trubisky, and he spelled Trubisky wrong. It's put a ski on it, like uh, of course. Like he's a, of course, he did. Like he's from Belmont and Craigan in Chicago. Just as I thought, you have the pom poms out for Trubisky. This is after the fact. This is after the Bears lost to the Giants. Just as I thought, you have the pom poms out for Trubisky. Chase wasn't perfect, but he wasn't the sole reason the Bears lost. The defense saved True's ass about three times this year. Email me when you and True set the wedding date, Mr. Moore. <laughs> so that guy's just kind of trolling on you. Yeah. September 22nd, though. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Make it a joke. Oh, okay. Continuing the joke. Oh, the, oh, the, uh, the wedding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Am I invited? Yeah, you'd be best man if you want. Nice. I should be the best man in the Adam Johns, Mitch Trubisky wedding. <laughs> we could stop this segment. <laughs> uh, I I think he's going to play this week. Yeah. I think all signs have been pointing to him returning for this game. The fact he was throwing on Sunday, I think people are getting a little too... Since when do we put so much stock in what the head coach says at the podium about injuries? Well, Matt Nagy's been a little, little bit more candid as opposed to... We, we've, sure. We, we, we've talked about this, the, the outright obstruction and, and, there and have lies been, by Fox. And there have been some Mondays where he has flat out said, yeah, we expect to get that guy back this week. Yes, yes. So he's been a bit a little bit more yeah, forthcoming. Do you, so I'm back on the gram. I don't know if you know this. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yes. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When, when did that happen? Since they got the new phone. Oh, you just were... So you got off Instagram because your phone sucked. Yes. Why does everybody on the Bears beat from the Sun-Times have, like, iPhone 4s, by the way? <laughs> I, I don't anymore. Me and Mark have been upgraded to iPhone 8s, and Pat is still living in... The 2007. Th- the 19th century. <laughs> when the iPhone first came out. So, let me find this. Do you follow Josh Bellamy on Instagram? Uh, no, I don't, but I heard something on Twitter, saw something on Twitter about how Mitch was playing ping pong with his arm. Yes, against Prince Mukamara, and I can't find it anymore. But anyway, so Josh Bellamy is a prolific grammar. Is that a thing? It is now. Like, literally, literally, and and I can really use literally here in this sense, Adam. Really, literally. Like, 36. Photos or videos within one story, an Instagram oh, wow. story. More than that, sometimes. And have to follow him. And one of them was two videos of Mitch Trubisky playing Prince Mukamara in table tennis. Who won? Um, I don't know. I didn't have the sound on. Who calls it table tennis? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and ping pong. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. And Trubisky was swinging it. He wasn't going over, but but he's moving his arm. He's playing. That, you know what's harder than doing that? Throwing a football, which he already did on Sunday. I know. So but, why but it's, this... it's not exactly like he's going, doot, doot, doot. He's like it, swinging to like Andy Roddick? Yes, like like Forrest freaking Gump. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Full swing. Great movie. Yes. Awesome movie. I'm just saying. If, so if, playing... if, the, if the guy is... It's he, confirmed. He's not in a sling, everybody. Confirmed. Yes. Playing ping pong, playing on Sunday yes. against, the Rams, against Aaron Donald. Yeah. Smacking balls, same Ritsu thing. Mokamara, he's back. He's doing what? Yeah, he's back. You're full of them today. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm getting juiced up. Yeah, I can tell. Trubisky's back. Your guy. He's back. Oh, yeah, apparently. 
No, I think he's going to play. And I, um, what's interesting part of this? Well, we'll preview the game on Thursday, but the Rams clinched their division. They're still trying to secure first round by home field advantage, everything. So they still have plenty to play for. But that's an interesting part of this. I um, was asked on the radio this morning on WGN Radio if you know if it's still somewhat dicey, should they sit him again? Just because you know Aaron Donald's on that defense, you don't want him to get hurt. I thought I made it pretty clear on Sunday that I I think I maybe would have played him on Sunday. And so, no, I mean, you can't, I don't know what this is all of a sudden, like everybody's just assuming the Bears have the division wrapped up. They don't have the division no, wrapped up. No. And they haven't been in the playoffs since before you and I started covering the team. It, 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 this team has not arrived. They can't just walk into the playoffs with their backup quarterback. You just lost to the Giants. You just lost to the Giants, okay? One more time. You lost to the New York bad football Giants. Very good. You need your quarterback back. You can't just, uh, we're, you know, when it's not the end of the world if you lose to the Rams, you got the Packers next week. That's another thing. I don't care if they just fire their head coach and they suck, which I've been saying all year. You can't beat them. Yeah. You can't beat the Packers. You have to prove yourself you can do it. Last year, Brett Hundley was out there. <laughs> you were favored Point take. against a team you can't beat. Yeah. And you lost. Yes. So this is December now. We're in December in the NFL. You have a game and a half lead. You better. You can't just pre- think you're going walking into the playoffs. Yep. You have to play everybody, and you have to win on Sunday. You have to beat the Rams. You saved Mitch Trubisky for the stretch. You did. The Bears did. He has to play. I, I get that some people are being overly cautious for some reason right now, but eventually Mitch Trubisky has to return, and eventually Mitch Trubisky is going to face some pretty darn good football players. Eventually, if they are a playoff team, a lot of those teams will have pretty darn good football players. He's got to play. He's going to play. Yeah. Mark it down. I think so, too. Um, the last thing you want is to go into Week 17 with the division not wrapped up. The Vikings playing at home with a division on the line? They're still a pretty decent football team. I mean, I think the Bears showed they're probably better at this point, but things change when you go on a road and play a team for the second time. Yes. That's not a situation you want to be in. So these next three weeks are huge. You, at a minimum, have to go two and one. But what's the saying? Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> um. Let's play this stuff from Mike Furry. Mike Furry is the Bears wide receiver coach. Had a chance to talk to him yesterday. As much as we discussed how Chase Daniel did not play all that well, um, which is just true, Mike Furry was not pleased with his wide receivers. Now, I think wide receivers minus Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson played great. Let's make that perfectly clear. Those two catches he made down the sidelines were incredible. Big fourth down catch. He was good throughout that football game. I think more of his issue had to come with Anthony Miller and Taylor Gabriel. Right. And he was talking about how it's so important for wide receivers to stick to the details. Speaking of do your job. Run 12 yards when you're supposed to run 12. Don't run 11. And how important that is in the NFL because everything's based on timing, especially in this offense. I asked him if 
sort of the just mentality of a wide receiver and the independence of being a wide receiver. You run so much throughout a game, you only get the ball a couple times. If that kind of lends itself to or make it, or makes it easier to break away from those details and sticking to those details every single snap. And if as a wide receivers coach, that is something that he's constantly having to remind them just because of the nature of the position. And here's what uh, he had to say about this. We've been talking about details uh, since day one, but you know, the, the biggest thing is the biggest fault of any wide out is to go start running a route and all of a sudden there's nobody there and you feel like just that, that urge to turn around and I'm open when you know, you're at eight yards, but you're supposed to be at 12 because the quarterback's taking a five step, not a three step. So he's not ready to throw you the ball yet. So when you do turn around, that corner's already driving when if you just would have got your depth, the ball would have been in the air before the corner drove. So, you know, yesterday we had some, we had some routes where, uh, you know, like Taylor, he's so fast uh, and he, he knows he's fast. And so he feels that once he, er, once he starts running and that DB really starts taking off, that, you know, to get six yards is not as bad as getting eight yards. Well, the quarterback's not ready to throw you the ball. And, and so uh, on some stop, it just, it just, it's collectively as a group. I thought, uh, you know, we had an early play uh, in, the, in the first or second quarter where we were trying to get Ant, uh, Allen on a slant route. And Anthony knew he had man-to-man. He just, just got to get out the way. You know, you know where that ball's going. So it's not your job to beat your guy so bad at the line of scrimmage. You just got to be unselfish, and you got to go and get out of the way so we can get A-Rob the ball. You know that's where it's going. So those details, you can see how that would hurt you because uh, all of a sudden now Anthony's back and his defender's in the throwing lane, and you got Chase back there trying to throw the ball, and now all of a sudden that ball might be, have to be a little bit behind because, you know, Anthony was in the way, and so those details will hurt us, and so uh, we've got to become way better at that, and and like you're saying, that's the hardest thing to learn uh, because people are so self-dominant because of their abilities in college that they can get away with so much. Uh, You talk to Anthony, he'll tell you that he he lived in playground in college. I mean, you get open or you scramble around, catch a ball, you catch 140 yards, all of a sudden you ran six great routes, you know, and for 140 yards, well, that doesn't work here, you know. That there's timing, there's there's concepts, and so, um, and and Taylor's learning the same thing. You know, he's he was a speed guy, and you know, everybody expected him to just to take the top off of everything. So now all of a sudden, when he runs and those guys back up, they're 20 yards off. Well, yeah, but you still have to get 14 yards. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And so, uh, we're we're in that mode right now. But what's disappointing is if we'd have just done a couple of those things yesterday. Uh, it would have been a smoother beginning. It would have been a smoother uh, ending for us tomorrow, yesterday. But uh, we got to learn from that, and we got to quickly get those fixed, and we'll get that fixed tomorrow. Corners have no chance when the ball's in the air before the wide receiver breaks back to the football. Okay, so that's what he's talking about. So if you're supposed to run a 12-yard route and you see the guys playing so far off you that you just stop at 8 and turn around looking for the ball, well... That might be the point where the, where the quarterback's just starting getting, getting ready to throw you the ball. And as soon as that corner sees you stop, he's going to start driving down on you. So by the time the ball gets to you, it's going to be a bang-bang play. But if you run your 12 and you allow the quarterback to throw it when you're maybe at 10, well, then when you turn around, the ball's going to be right there, and that corner's got no chance to get to you. That's what he's talking about there. I found that conversation fascinating because I don't think – you know, and it, it's kind of hard to understand what goes into these routes, uh, even when you're watching them. Like, anytime I watch film, I don't necessarily know how 
Like you don't know what the route combinations are. You just watch what they end up doing. Uh, and that whole thing right there about Anthony Miller getting in Allen Robinson's way, I think that was a key third down throw. A Janoris Jenkins pass break. I can easily recall the play, actually. So what he's saying is Miller, you know, saw he had man-to-man coverage. He was trying to get open for a big play, and it's like, well, that ball's going to Allen Robinson. It's third down. Just trying to run a slant here. Yeah, we don't have okay? that time. Get out yeah. of the way. Just you, you take your guy this way. You don't have to get open. Just take your guy that way out of the picture, and it's a first down. Well, that's why these coaches always emphasize, to, to use their words, timing, rhythm, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it all affects the quarterback. I think it's a great example of how, look, if, say, Chase Daniel was intercepted on that throw, maybe Janoris Jenkins jumps his route in front of Allen Robinson and gets the pick. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's a good example of how the receivers play a role. Right, yeah, you could go all the way back to the preseason against the the Denver Broncos, where Tree Cohen ran the wrong route. Mitch Trubisky throws it to the middle. He's breaking outside and he's intercepted. Yeah, it's a good example of how look. It, it's twofold. Everything goes back to the quarterback. Everybody sees the quarterback stats. Everybody sees the quarterback's throw. But he still needs his receivers to be in the right place. It's anticipation. It's understanding depths and all those things. It can be complicated. I get it. But it all, it all plays hand-in-hand hand to the, uh, the success of an offense. Yeah, because, I mean, if Janoris Jenkins does pick off that ball, everyone's saying, oh, well, he was never open. Chase Daniel never should have thrown the ball. Well, that defender never should have been anywhere near him. You know, the play was designed for that guy to be open, but the other wide receiver didn't do his job. And it also goes to show you that sometimes a guy may only catch the ball once in a game or twice in a game. But in the coach's eyes, he may have had a great game. Because he may have been doing his job to get the other guys open the entire time. And then that's the frustrating part, though, for the players. Because you don't really get paid off doing that. No. I mean, it's a factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a factor. You will have a reputation. Uh, it's something that can be brought up in negotiations for a contract. But ultimately, ultimately it comes down to production. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, though. That type of production, whatever you want to say, happened in terms of miscues and not being at the right depths and all that stuff. It all played into a loss. Yeah. And if they want individual production, fine. But you know what? That wasn't happening, and you and you had a loss. Well, and you An also, awful loss on the road. You also have to do those things to stay on the field. You yeah. can't catch the ball if you're not on the field. Um, another interesting thing that uh, Furry said yesterday that I'm just going to add to this was uh, when he was talking about Anthony Miller, uh, less is more. And it kind of, remember last year when in the middle of the year, one of their excuses for not playing Tariq Cohen a whole lot was that he was still learning the playbook and everything. And I don't know if it's learning the playbook, but it sounds like they sort of have Anthony Miller on a little bit of a snap count here. Because he was he, playing a lot of snaps, though. Right. Well, the, he is playing a lot of snaps, but he for two reasons. One, there's just so much in this playbook that if you can, instead of him having to know 80 plays every week, if he knows 40, yeah, you know, he's going to execute those 40 a lot better than if is if he has to worry about 80. Now, I'm just throwing out random numbers. I don't, you know, I don't know how many he's supposed to be in on. Um, and then the other thing, though, that Furry briefly mentioned, you know, this, this is a rookie. And like the season's usually over right now, and all you do is have a bowl game. Okay, that's what these players are used to. And, well, there's a whole month here, and then there might be another month. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're playing in the playoffs, 
So they got to protect these guys a little bit just from a conditioning and, you know, managing their body standpoint. Too. Heck, uh, even a mental wherewithal and just the, the amount yeah. of stress. Like, look, the, the body follows the mind, right? If you're, if you're feeling worn out, you need to refresh yourself mentally. Starts there. Yeah. Um, should we take some questions? Sure. Um, this one is a little... Talk about getting ahead of yourself. But I want to nip this in the bud right now. Okay? So this is a screenshot. Matthew Baisley sending us a screenshot uh, from somebody else with a tweet from Bill Zimmerman. If the Bears control the Vikings' destiny for the sixth seed in Week 17, but they've already won the division and wrapped up the three seed, but they can't, obviously, get a first-round buy or anything. So they're the three-seed no matter what going into Week 17. Do you play everyone, go for the elimination of the Vikings? Do you rest everyone, lose, and then play the Vikings for the third time the following week? No, you play everyone. You go for the kill shot. What do you think? Yeah, this really shouldn't be that hard of a question. You don't want to see a team three teams. Do you remember what happened the year the Packers won the yes, Super Bowl? Yes, yes, yes. I was going to go exactly there. The Bears had already wrapped up the first round bye. Now, the difference is, Lovey played his guys that game. But I there wasn't the same type of intensity that the Packers had to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so they Packers won that game. Then they end up eliminating the Bears in the NFC Championship. They go on to win the Super Bowl. The Bears could have eliminated the Packers in Week 17 and never would have been in the playoffs. So, you go for the kill. You absolutely go for the kill. It's an interesting conversation. Because the thinking would be, you'd only have to beat one team. Because if you win that game, then you still have to beat a different team the following week. Like You're still playing, yeah. Well, here's the only scenario where I would consider resting, guys. Are you that banged up at that point? Yeah. Like, do you need that week to recover for the playoffs? Well, like if Trubisky's still dealing with the shoulder thing, is Akeem Hicks still dealing with his Achilles? Yeah. If things pop up, okay, the prudent decision is is resting certain players. But you know what? I think you go for the kill shot. I think it's. I think knowing what we've learned about Matt Nagy. That would be his mentality, too. He would go for the kill. Yeah, I think so, too. But we're also kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a negative one from Tom Wade. Will this team finish 8-8? Eight and eight? No. I don't think so, but that gets back to what I was talking about earlier. Like, you can't just assume that you're going 10-6 and yeah. six right now. I just can't envision a four-game, five-game losing streak to end this year. Defense I mean, has been so good. Offense has been pretty good with Trubisky. Can you envision a scenario where they have lost three games in a row going to San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's completely that's out of fair. question. I don't think that's going to happen. But obviously, we could all see them losing to the Rams on Sunday night. And again, I'll bring up the Packer thing. Until you beat them. I mean, look at that now. They're a 4-7-1 team. Nothing to lose. You had them down 20 to nothing at Lambeau Field in the first game of the season. 
And all you know, they had all those issues in that game too. That's why they were down twenty to nothing. And you couldn't make the play at the end of the game to win. And that's not a good football team. They came back on you. So I, I don't think you can just chalk that up as a win. I think that would be very naive. Yeah, I'm going to write about this for, for later in the week. But all of the Bears' losses have featured some interesting, extenuating circumstances. You know, Aaron Rodgers comes back. Then you have Randall Cobb, missed tackles. Eddie Jackson can't make a play. Cal Fuller drops an interception. Patriots game, you, you have... Two special teams touchdowns. Ben Broniker gets his foot stepped on. He gets run over. Pump blocked. Yeah. Last week against the the Giants, Odell Beckham. Did you hear what he said after the game? Like, the way they draw it up, that's not where he's going with football. That just happened to play out that way, his touchdown pass. It didn't look that way. No. Because he, he looked to make his first read. It wasn't there. And then he, I thought he was going to run. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I think he saw that guy wide open. It was a holy, yeah, e, yeah. Let's get this ball up and see what happens. Moment, and then he's another blown coverage in the end zone. What's the the fourth loss I'm missing? Miami, hundred degree day, freezing here, missed tackles galore. Albert Wilson goes wild. Brock Osweiler beats the Bears. It's just they've lost in some crazy, crazy ways. But you can look at that two ways. You could say. That they were in all those games, a couple plays away here and there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Make yeah, um, and you know, so they can. So it's not that big of a deal. Or you could say they lost to Brock Osweiler. Yeah, they lost to a four seven one Packer team. You you lost to a three and eight Giants team. I mean, three of their four losses are to bad football teams. Yes, yes. that's kind of concerning. That that just shows how as much. This is what I think. Like in conclusion. As far as the Bears have come along, right, they still have a lot to, to prove in terms of finishing off opponents and still playing mistake-free football. You cannot have two blown coverages against the Giants on the road. Right. You just can't. Ah, I agree. So I, I think it goes back to the idea that they have not arrived yet. It's great that they're 8-4. and four, But now I think they're going to be highly motivated to win this week. I'll be... I would expect a performance similar to the Vikings game. Yes. Um, the Rams are better than the Vikings, though. It's going to be cold, though. Yeah. Todd Gurley's a... You need to stop Todd Gurley. All right. Well, I also need Todd Gurley to play kind of well to get in the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> so, priorities. Yeah, I get it. I mean, let's I get be it. honest here. Uh, how about this one from Jake? Game plan to stop Donald. Side note, how long can Nagy stick with Witzman? He's been terrible, and I feel Cush deserves another chance to prove himself. Too short of a time to get Cush reintegrated with Donald Looming. I will say, Witzman has, has been struggling, mm-hmm. and considering they were rotating Cush in at both left guard early in the season and right guard when they were bringing Witzman in there, I, I'm a little surprised they have stuck with Witzman. Yeah. Or not gone at least back to the rotation. Because I didn't think Cush was terrible. No. I don't think he was either. It wasn't great. But Witzman's... Witzman's had more obvious errors to me than Cush yes, did. Yes, the, the glaring ones with the guy in the backfield making the TFL. Yeah. I think that's a fair question to bring up. I don't... 
there doesn't seem to be any indication that they're going to make a change there. No. But. And Kyle Long's. They were better built. The Bears were better built to handle Kyle Long's loss. But it's looming large right now, I think, especially in a game like this. It was interesting that I thought they actually blocked. They run blocked better against the Giants, but their pass protection was worse. Yeah. Well, part of that's probably Chase Daniel holding the ball for a long time. That's true. But there was also some a couple times in that game where Charles Leno just got flat-out beat Yeah, on the left side. Yeah. And we've said this about Charles forever. He's not a lockdown left tackle. He's not getting paid like one. But he's still getting paid to be a pretty good left Yo, tackle. Better than he has been in, in, in some. you know. But you always see his glaring mistakes. That's just how it works for, for left tackles. I, I just think, look, we talked about like the, the fact of, of having a letdown game. And the Bears, I think, have proven themselves to be a good enough team where they could have a letdown game. Five wins in a row on the road against Eli Manning. Kind of a long week after the, the three games in 12 days. He had a letdown game. But now you return against the Rams, who have not let down whatsoever. No. They've had a couple close ones here and there. Yeah. Their but. defense is not good. Well, they still got Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, this one from Sid. When will you decide to gloat about being right about the Packers? Oh, it's already started. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I uh, wonder who they're going to go after. That'll be interesting. Oh, man. That's going to be... Look, you have a quarterback who is 35 years old. This isn't the, the, the young quarterback, young coach pairing. Mm-hmm. It's not. You have a quarterback that wants to win now who is a legendary talent, transcendent talent. Who do you hire? I still think Aaron Rodgers, like he's going to have a say in that. Like yeah, he he he's going to s- submit his own list to Brian Gutenkunst. I mean, Gutenkunst, I still think you go offensive and you get a quarterback. I mean, that's why I think Josh McDaniels actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's been working with Tom Brady, an older quarterback, for a while now, so he can handle the superstar quarterback with the well, not a supermodel wife, but one who's. Right. Danica Patrick, yeah. And obviously has some very strong opinions and a way of how things should be run in that particular organization. And uh, Josh McDaniels has been doing that for a long time. It would make sense. Because it, you are bringing up an interesting dynamic, like Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. I don't know if he's going to leave or not, but if he did, now you're talking about a college coach who is younger than Aaron Rodgers. Now, Sean McVay's really young, too, but we're talking about a guy who's young, I believe younger than Aaron Rodgers. I think Lincoln Riley's younger. Um, that could be a little bit of a tougher situation because he also hasn't been in the NFL. Josh, Josh McDaniels probably makes the most sense. But the guy... No, he didn't want Andrew Luck. Okay. Will he want Aaron Rodgers is different. I get it. But it's going to be interesting how that thing unfolds. It really is. Lincoln Riley is also 35. Okay. So about the same age. But, yeah, I agree. I think Rodgers will be involved. Um, the Vic Fangio conversation, look, I, 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 if I'm the Packers, I absolutely interview Vic Fangio. Um, if nothing else, you're, you might be getting some intel on your 
biggest rival. Yeah. You know? Well, like, but I, I get why I you do a defensive mind because you just leave the offense alone, but you still need to bring in an offensive coordinator and all that stuff. It could be. Yeah. I, I don't think Vic Fangio is going to be the head coach of the Packers. Uh, would he take it? Because that's the other question. But absolutely. Why would he not take it? Yeah. He absolutely. I would say right now, the Packers should absolutely interview Vic Fangio. And if they offered him the job, he should absolutely take it. And I think he would. I don't think he'll be offered that job. No. No. Well, it's going to be an interesting hire, man. Uh, if you had December 4th as the uh, date that we'd get our first question about draft picks, oh. uh, you win the pool. Also, though, congratulations to the Bears on that question not coming up until December 4th. Very big sign of progress. No, I've gotten a couple. I, I do my Twitter Q&A every week. What do you think our biggest needs are? Already, should we get another backup quarterback? All right, it's just, yeah to figure out who they're going to draft in the third round. Yeah, in December. I mean, it's, it, it's hard. It's hard enough when we're talking first rounders. Yeah, the third round thing because they don't have a first and second round pick. That's tough. We'll get there eventually. Uh, last one I'll I'll bring up from Kenny. Do you think uh, Kyle Long will be activated week seventeen? Ryan Pace seemed to be pretty optimistic in his weekly pregame interview with Jeff Joniak. There's been a couple signs. Uh, Charles Leno, I thought, cracked the door open up a little last week when he was asked about it uh, and asked about Kyle Long's involvement with the team. And we've seen him there. He's been there yeah. every day. He had the boot on though. Yeah. Well, now you got time. Yeah, three weeks. Seventeen. Week yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the wrong month on my calendar here, but. Still live in November, huh? Yeah, I do. It's Carlos Rodon month on the old White Sox calendar, huh? It is Carlos Rodon month. Just dealing aces out here in December. Yeah. Which one of these days are they going to sign Bryce Harper? Yeah, don't hold your breath. Hey, they sent Jim Tomey out to Las Vegas reportedly. Jim Tomey, the nicest guy in the world. If Jim Tomey told me to do anything, I would do it. Well, you just got to give the guy a blank check. Well, if Jim Tomey presents a blank check, that's signed, sealed, delivered. Did you ever see that movie, Blank Check? I did. Where the kid gets to the, the house, the big house. Yeah. What an awesome situation <laughs> to fall into. I don't know if Kyle Long will be back week 17. That falls into a question we talked about earlier. You know, if you're not playing for anything in week 17, then no. You, don't, you, you save them for the playoffs. But... It's looking relatively likely the yeah. Bears are going to be playing in the playoffs this year. I don't think Kyle Long's season is done. Let no, me put it no, that way. No. I think it's become almost abundantly clear that they miss him. I get the idea. We talked about it like 20 minutes ago that they're better built to withstand his loss now. But you know what? Maybe they're not. It's not looking that way right now after the, the Witzman experiment and Eric Cush is... I don't know. Not playing. He's off smoking meats or something again. But <laughs> Josh, who's the best um, meat smoker of your offensive line? Um, what do you mean by meat smoker? The Finley laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part of that drop. <laughs> Anything else we should get to here? No, 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 no. Good Tuesday episode. Yeah. High five. High five. Uh, well, we'll... Put two more days of work in. Get you ready for Thursday's preview episode. Turn the attention to the Rams. It's a big one Sunday night. 
Bears flexed again in the national spotlight. You think the Packers game get fle- gets flexed, or is it too late? When, uh, do, when do they have to announce that by? Um, they need to announce it by today. What do you actually? Any hope? Uh, Adam, I got a big weekend that weekend. I got Bob Seger on Friday, a wedding, one of my good friends' weddings on Saturday. I need some sleep. Yeah, I don't want. I do not want a night game. Uh, Three twenty-five. It's all I'm asking. I don't even think it'll be flexed at three twenty-five. All right, I'm leaving. It won't be flexed to Sunday night. No, I didn't get that. I'm just hoping for three twenty-five. Um, what week is that? Week fifteen. Fifteen. I think CBS has the. I'm trying to look it up right here. I think CBS has the double header that day. And the late afternoon game is Patriots-Steelers. CBS has it. Yeah, no, that's not getting uh, Bears are playing the Packers at noon. I'm going to be really crappy in that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, really moving to late. That's life, though. That's yeah. life, though. Adam Jones! I need a few of that. I may need Kyle Long yelling at me to wake up in the press box. Just throw you through a wall before hey. the game? Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. Adam Jones! I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go. All right. nah, I'm just kidding. We should get out of here. Good stuff. Happy we could debut our new segment. Conversation. <laughs> we don't have that voice, Adam. Conversation. I definitely do not have that voice. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A. HNS. Read us at WGNRadio.com slash BearsChicagoSunTimes.com. Please rate and review the podcast. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Come on. I know you got friends that are jumping on the bandwagon here. They haven't been listening like you have the last four years when the Bears were bad. Now the Bears are good. I'm amazed at how many people still don't know they could get like podcasts automatically uploaded into their phone. They don't? No. Not the millennials. We're talking about like your your thirty five year old men. All right. So right now, everybody <laughs> listening to this, go find somebody who doesn't know how to get a podcast on their phone oh, yeah. and tell them the Hogan Johns podcast. It's right here. It's easy. Subscribe. Press the button and listen. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. How's that sound? Let's do it. Conversation. Conversation. The conversation.